welcome back to Not Safe for Lockdown, a weekly podcast about PhD life in lockdown. Uh, I'm Georgia. And I'm Jessica. Uh, and this week we have a, a phone in, a voice note from our friend of the show and multiple time guest, Anne Stokes. Hello, NSFP. So first of all, I just want to thank you all for continuing to put out your podcast. It's been great to listen to them during this time at home. I'm sure you and all your listeners agree that this has not been easy. Doing a PhD can be pretty isolated as it is, and this definitely doesn't help. However, I found keeping in touch with my friends, my PhD colleagues, has been a lifesaver. Kind of having daily group chats, just updating on how everyone's doing and kind of commiserating. It's been great to have that community and that support during this time. And one thing that I've gotten back into is listening to music. I'm usually more of a podcast person, but lately I've been putting on some tunes while cooking dinner, having a little dance party, and it actually helps so much. So thank you guys for continuing to do the show, and hope everyone is staying safe. Bye. So, Anne, thank you very much for uh, for sending in a voice note, and uh, it's just so nice to hear Anne's voice, her lovely voice. <laughs> It is so comforting and soothing, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Um, and yeah, there was loads of things in this that I thought would be really nice to talk about. Um, one of which is kind of the uh, the digital side of staying in touch with our friends. Because um, me and you have talked in past episodes about how we've basically become sort of surgically attached to our phones mm-hmm. in this time um so for a little bit of context uh it is currently the 15th of may uh so this is a few weeks after the recording of our last episode things haven't changed that much no intervening time we had the uh the really uninformative public address on sunday so this is a friday on sunday we had boris johnson's exit strategy Nothing has changed. (laughs) Well, I mean, I actually have seen two people in person for walks in the park this week. So that's kind of been a little, like, a little bit of a change, which has improved things slightly. But still, like, the main way in which I'm staying in touch with my friends, with my family, with, you know, anyone and everyone is pretty much group chat. Yeah, it's, it's insane how useful that is and I find that uh, now the habits I had as a as a human being with regard to meeting people in real life I'm now replicating in my uh my digital social life um so kind of I'm always often like I'm always craving to have a, a group chat like you know like a, a social meetup on a Friday or Saturday and then it gets to that point and I'm so tired or whatever that I'm like oh I'm just gonna opt out of this one and, and watch tv instead <laughs> yeah um and we have a like a, a digital social coming up this evening which is quite uh it's something that I'm kind of looking forward to I'm I really actually... looking forward to that because I look forward to it every single month which is of course our monthly quiz and this one is a bit of a special one because tomorrow it is Jess's birthday. It tomorrow, is. as of the date of this recording. Yeah. But we we were just talking before this. This one doesn't really count. As this birthday, yeah. This birthday is not a thing. If anything, 
um, I'm aging backwards because I'm so, you know, not doing anything that my skin is vastly improved and I think I could pull off being 26. Yeah, I could certainly believe you were 26. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's still, the the digital social life is, is sinking in. It's not the same. No, it's not the same, but I'm being, I'm being like, insanely committed to it i have a digital social life thing most days of the week that's Uh, really that's really lovely i mean i have tried to organize a thing for my birthday uh so this evening i've said following the quiz let's have drinks (laughs) and then tomorrow at six with my old university friends what i've tried to coordinate is a zoom meeting and i want everyone to change their virtual backgrounds to my favorite pub in london (laughs) so that's a really cute idea i mean i'm hoping that it works um it won't be the same obviously but i'm actually gonna have two to three people in my front garden which i think is all it can manage with two meter distance um which will be actually probably one of the first times that i see a lot of my friends in the same place and i think i probably cry yeah, I cried. I cried yesterday in the park with my friend. Uh, I had an illegal hug because of it. I was like, no, stay away. She's like, I can't. I, I, I honestly, my friend from Paris has just said that she, she was like, I couldn't hold it any longer. I've come home. And I was like, I don't know how I'm not going to hug you. So I guess the digital, the digital is just, it, it can't compete. Yeah, there's a certain, um, Andy has said this before and I completely agree, there's a kind of sadness to it that it's fine when you're doing it, I'll find, you know, I'm laughing, I'm having a good time, and then you hang up the call and you're like, oh yeah, here I am, in a room on my own. Yeah, exactly, and it's particularly isolating. I mean, there's nothing more great than turning 28 on a Saturday as an extrovert with your parents who go to bed at like nine (laughs) o'clock. (laughs) <laughs> it is an unusually cursed birthday and of course yeah but we'll just we'll just make up for it 2021 we'll just have crazy birthdays i'm supposed to turn 30 this year i'm not doing it i'll, I'll just do it next year I, this year i'm 22 exactly and i'm 26 i can't i can't pull off 22 I mean, I can't pull off 22. I'm still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Someone asked me how old I am. I'm going to say 22. Yeah, and if they don't believe me, I'll just... That's there. I mean, if they can't see me, I'm on <laughs> I'm on camera. <laughs> exactly, exactly. The pixels blur all the Yeah. <laughs> um, so Anne <laughs> spoke about what she's getting into, which is music. Mm. What What have you been getting into, if anything, or refound a new passion for? Um... I don't know that I've refound a new passion. I've mentioned on previous episodes that I've had some sort of uh, fairly abortive crafting um, phases, let's say. Like, I'm um, actually, I suppose I've got into audio a bit more. I think you know, obviously, I've always been keen on on making the podcast, and for a long time, I was the only one of us who did the kind of production and editing stuff. And it, I'm very glad that I'm not the only one that does it now. <laughs> but I have found myself having this kind of desire to record stuff and you know try and do some more interesting editing things what about you um i've gotten into i mean obviously there's my cross-stitching uh, obsession but i too have been really devouring uh kind- um, not kindle audible books in a way that like 
has made me very happy because I don't know about you but I find it hard to plow through fiction at the same pace when I'm studying so I read about two to three pages of my novel that I'm reading before I go to bed before I just literally fall asleep so it takes me kind of like six months to finish a novel but being able to listen to audible has really helped in terms of like feeling like I can you know everyone's at the moment it's apparently it's just plowing through books I'm still not plowing through books because I'm still kind of studying but with audible I can and it makes me feel better although I'm listening to this really shit book called The Big Sleep which is apparently meant to be really famous by Raymond Chandler it rings a bell it's awful I can't wait for it to also I have a thing where I have to finish these shit finish them but I'm kind of thinking that maybe I should get like a 19 hour epic uh, to see me through Um, have you read Midnight's Children no, I don't know I if haven't. that's on Audible. It it, w- it will be, yeah. Yeah, that that I mean that is a long book, and well, yeah, it's like a decent length book. I can imagine it's an audio book. It would be a lot of hours, and it's a really good book. I love it. So, well, I'll, put it, I'll put it on the wish list. So yeah, I think that's like, I mean, obviously, I don't think it's important to have developed a new love, but it's interesting to see um, what you've gotten into. I've also gotten really into writing for my own self again. I've been trying to keep a diary first because mass observation will ask me for diaries and then I felt my diaries are just like way too personal and not enough to do with COVID. Um, so I was like, these are just diaries for myself. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, a really nice thing to do. I've been yeah trying to sort of keep a balance of personal projects in the mix just for, because it hopefully makes me feel better and uh, there's definitely a a tricky thing with like your your sort of hobby projects your personal projects ending up becoming kind of oppressive in their own way like that I will find that I'm sort of doing them because I feel like I have to do something and that putting effort into my hobby projects is a way of sort of punishing myself for not having put enough into my work projects yeah definitely or like because on the weekends I'm not doing what I normally do, i.e. going to see friends, I feel like I have my weekends have to be done around something that isn't work, but is equally has something. I want to show something for my weekend. I want to have listened to a whole book on Audible. Like, stupid things. Um, so, yeah, they can become oppressive. But I'm, you know, I, I, I do enjoy the cross-stitching a lot because it's just so relaxing and time-consuming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The other thing that Anne's message made me think about is uh, this thing that I've been doing in one of my many, many group chats. I'm kind of, I am that that group chat person and I have like a million, many of which are like different combinations of people (laughs) from different group chats and stuff. You know, when you're like, well, a lot of them have been formed when it's like, I need to organise, like, a birthday surprise for person X. So yeah, I need yeah, yeah. the whole of the group chat <laughs> minus X. <laughs> and then that kind of gains a life of its own. And, and then stuff. you and but, then you um, rename it, change the profile pic, and it's, yeah, it's a whole new yeah. social group. <laughs> then it's just for bitching about X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, because our current history one was initially an Anna birthday one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, nice. exactly. Like, because we have a, the big history one, which is for kind of, like, group level announcements stuff that's more about academia and then we have like a sort of more tight-knit group Mm. history one uh and then yeah and then i have ones that are further more (laughs) tight-knit and split off from that one of which 
it's um it's all uh so it's our co-host anna and then past guests anne and george and we are doing this thing from instagram where you there's 30 different prompts for for music for songs so uh, a song with a color in the title a song with a number in the title you know song that makes you think about driving or whatever there's 30 of those and we do one a day we all respond to it and then we make i'm making a spotify playlist with all of our responses so we've got the spotify playlist which at this point we're like 25 days into it not all of us respond every day but normally at least three of us do uh so we've got like you know 75 80 songs that make me think of my friends uh and so when i'm doing work that I can listen to work for, to listen to music with, uh, I'll listen to that and just think about my pals. Uh, and that's been really like a great combination of the staying in touch group chat thing and the music thing, which has really sort of helped. Yeah, I think I think the routine is really important with social stuff because I remember at the beginning everyone was like, yeah, 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 go, 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 Zooms every night and that, and it's kind of dwindled. But throughout this whole time, every Sunday, I've always had a afternoon catch up with my friend Deandra and we every we it, it's been the every t- same time every Sunday and it just really helps anchor you and gives you a sense of structure to your week which I think we'll yeah. talk about in the next uh, podcast yeah yeah I definitely sort of mark my weeks by like Wednesday Dungeons and Dragons Thursday I play Jackbox games with friends uh so the the digital social life does also help to a little bit mitigate the sense of the weeks slipping by yeah uh, <laughs> in an absolute blur <laughs> so thank you very much Anne for uh for calling in uh and um what else am I supposed to say mm-hmm. um <laughs> start again and thank you for calling in uh Jess thank you for joining me for this recording no and thank you for co-hosting with me And to all our listeners, thank you for listening. I hope that you're staying well out there. I hope that, uh, yeah, that everything is going well for you. And we will speak to you again next week for another episode of Not Safe for Lockdown. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Not Safe for Publication is a podcast by and for the research students of the Faculty of Humanities at the University of Manchester. If you want to get in touch with us, you can reach us on Twitter at NSFP Podcast or you can email us at nsfppodcast at gmail.com. Our intro and outro music is Hat the Jazz by Twin Musicom.